He's just a harmless moron. Welcome to Are We There Yet? In Exploration and Education and Anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tessa Dugan. I am your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime biblically accurate bayonetta anime. Nice. Just full of eyes, full of knives, full of lives. That's... <laughs> I feel like the Put it on I my feel like the phrasing of that <laughs> implies that bayonetta is a biblical figure and i agree i it would have gotten me to read the bible that's for damn sure if there were sexy women in it <laughs> goddamn <laughs> jesus up on that cross saying fuck this kicks off his shoot his gun shoes and climbs back down yeah got my head. Uh, his hair we we need to refer to scripture bayonetta uh, 69 420 <laughs> <laughs> then we would have canonical not... gays in the bible <laughs> I couldn't actually think of anything. So. I, I, I raised Catholic in the loosest sense of terms. I, I know of the Bible. I know it's a thing. If you quiz me on it, I will fail. Oh, don't worry. That is being Catholic. If, if you're Catholic and you've read True. the Bible, you're a priest or a nun. <laughs> we have a mutual friend who's very interested in like re- religious theology and like asked me questions about it because she wasn't raised Catholic. I'm like, I, you're asking... The wrong fucking dude. <laughs> I do not know. Uh, I know I'll get a dry cracker. <laughs> and that's it. Um, I know it's. it can be sexy as hell. <laughs> I know you sprain in, your in ankle. In the right hands. <laughs> in the right hands. <laughs> so it, it's, so, some would say. <laughs> some would say. Uh, well, some will say we watch anime on this show. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's debatable, but we we got one for today at least. Uh, we're we're watching a recommendation from uh, uh, Jessica Gelbart and uh, God. I pulled it up. Where's the <laughs> other name? Two people recommended it. Oh, uh, uh, Scaramochis on Twitter. Thank Ooh, you both. Uh, we're watching. Seraph of the End! Wow. Ah, of course. Sure. Yes, that classic. That mm-hmm. old chestnut. <laughs> yep. I know you're both intimately familiar, mm-hmm. but uh, re- re- <laughs> regale me with your long and illustrious history with this classic piece of literature. I've <sighs> never heard of it. Where do I begin? I know so much of Sarah the... Sarah the Bend. Sarah the Bend, yes. (laughs) Intimately familiar. Oh no, slow down, you're coming up underwater too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, this is the classic story of a contortionist gone bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quick, you left the submarine too fast, you're going to get the bends. My eyes, You contortionist, please, put your helmet back on. (laughs) Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) We saw how the ocean walks, you'll never catch me back down there. (laughs) <laughs> they released me i can't be contained <laughs> can't again go back. freedom uh so yeah if it's not obvious uh nothing no nothing not at all not a, not a lick Mm-mm. great it it looks like a vampire show cool uh, uh, that surprises me would not have guessed <laughs> that 
Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we we weaved a tale of intrigue and uh, definitely camaraderie because we uh, have so many facts about the show. We don't want to overwhelm you, so I guess we'll just uh, w- watch the dang thing. Three whole episodes, even. The first of them. <gasps> okay. I just want you both to know that I love you so much. You both are so important in my lives. I need you to know this right at the top, right at the beginning. This is the most natural place to be like, hey, just cut the BS. I love you. Oh, no, I've been stabbed. Oh, no, I'm being stabbed over and over again. Oh, no. There's so many assassins in this closet with me. (laughs) Who could have done this? How Ugh. could this happen to me? I've, I've made, made my, my mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> the way we delivered it the same way. <laughs> we share a single brain cell. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Uh, we have fun. Um, <laughs> we have fun here. Someone's got it. So, we start out this series. It's Christmas time. Damn it, wasted another one. God, fuck. Uh, watching this show, that's that's the holiday I associate with with it the most. <laughs> um, yeah, there's people walking around downtown, lovely time, and then people just start fucking dying. <laughs> the show wastes yep. no time. No. Yep. Truly, just we, at first they said we value your time as a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, efficiency. Yeah, well, we'll help you out. Just, hey, look. Oh, oh my heart. Oh, dead, dead, dead. Airplane falls out of the sky. Cars start crashing. All I these. Was, yeah, I mean, ooh, you've seen the first so episode much. of The Last of Us. Yes, uh, the plane you, you know. falling out of the sky is prime. Mm-hmm. It really is like, how do we explain this premise and plot in a sensible way that we can lead it? Like, we can't. Just fuck it. First minute, we're <laughs> shotgunning this. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, so everything goes to shit immediately, and we see uh, anime pink vampire girl who we don't really see. No, and and a bunch of hooded vampire figures. Oh no! Uh, so we see a bunch of kids, a bunch of orphans. Mm. Check. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, there. <laughs> There's a whole crew um, of them. <laughs> Uh, the virus doesn't affect anyone under the age of 13. Convenient. Yeah. And, uh, the vampires round them up. Because they're food! Um, so, yeah, this show, uh, I watched dubbed, which, chef's kiss. Real good. Lovely, wonderful. Mm, Good year, good year. Um... But uh, the subtitles, or any text on the screen at all, which there's several instances, is not translated for me. So I don't know the time jump here, but there is one. Four years. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, so uh, four years pass, and uh, they're under uh, Vamp's old fangies uh, occupation. (laughs) Uh, The vampire slurs. (laughs) 
Yeah, just real classics. Oh, old pointy tooth over here. <laughs> just real, real uh, elementary school novel quality. This uh, is stuff. yes, precisely. This is a. Uh, this, this is a Goosebumps like... books, at least like written uh, uh, dialogue wise. Yeah, to me, it feels like something that was written in the wake of the Twilight craze, and. It's, mm, mm, mm. if I was 12, I'd be eating this shit up. Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why the virus took it. Uh, so they could get rid of anyone who's not part of the demographic for the show. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We- Marketing is gone a little before with the show, I think. Killing everybody. <laughs> That's not in your demographic. A bit extreme. Wait, according to the logic of the show, us adults shouldn't even be aware of this. Oh my god, it's like mind-blowing. What? At first, I misheard the show, and I thought it said anyone over the age of 30 was killed by the virus. I'm like, yeah, that tracks for an anime. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. You ain't hot and young? Get out! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, we see... uh, we're introduced to our main characters, uh, uh, Yuchiro and uh, Nikaila. The uh, you and Nika, um, mm-hmm. uh, like bl- bl- purpley gray hair and blonde hair. Bad boy, um, good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riku and Sora. Boo. They look like they're in Kingdom Hearts with the clothes. Yeah, I'll I guess take so. your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, all the children are used in a blood bank, because they're vampires, and, uh, they eat them. Um, uh, and you is all feisty, but blonde Nika is all complacent, and he's like, oh, uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> Could be worse. Uh, this felt very, uh, uh... <laughs> Cognis, this uh, this resonated with me in our current time and place of like, it, hey, if you just don't look the vampires in the eye, it's not that bad living in this place. Um, but uh, we you see some kids drawing in chalk, uh, being all cute, and then a vampire steps on them because they're Ugh. evil. Ugh. And you is like, hey, you. F- Bango, how about you get the hell out of here? And the vampire easily picks up this child and is about to drop him off a bridge. Uh, and uh, Nika's like, no, don't. He's just a simpleton, my good lord. I love when Mikhail intervenes. You uh, is being dang- dangled off the bridge. And he goes, hey, what are you doing? I'm in the middle of kicking his ass, fully about to die. Like, <laughs> back off! I got this. I got <laughs> doing nothing. I got the upper hand, <laughs> right where I want him. Um, but then we see a vampire lord, Lord Farid, walk in, and he's like, "Oh, my lovely blonde child, we're way too familiar." I don't like this. It's bad. Uncomfortably um, familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, little blonde boy, you're my my favorite little blood sack. You should come to my place tonight. Uh, uh, what a shame. Hey, let them this... go. Yeah. What a shame that this man is so sexy. <laughs> he 
his character design is just the, it's so, the gray ponytail, I can't. I won't. I won't. He's he's the evolved form of Oran High School Host Club. He's, uh, he's our club. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Purple's, uh, you is all mad, and he's like, hey, I could have taken care of that, even though I was definitely about to die. And Nika's like, hey, no, that's my role. I, uh, uh, let's go home. Um, so they go, uh, they separate out, and, uh, we're introduced to some of the other orphans. There's, honestly, their names don't matter, because they are introduced so lovingly, and he has such a good home life and oh he's grumpy because he's an orphan and he lives in a uh fascist vampire hellscape but but we're all cute spunky orphans and we just we see the silver lining in everything and all we need for for this night which we declare to be all of our birthdays <laughs> just the cutest possible thing we could do is hey we're we all love each other we're so close knit let's have the same birthday everyone and oh don't start eating each other's curry. We gotta save some because Nika's not here. Oh, where could he be? Oh, and you is like, oh, he's getting drained by by a pervy vampire noble. <laughs> Only uh, good things could possibly happen to this group of ragtag adorable orphans. I fully forgot about the birthday sequence. It in hindsight, hysterical, hilarious. <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> Also, um, uh, main boy is being moody on the roof, and the one girl comes out, and she, like, sits next to him. He's like, ah, don't sit so close to me. It's like, what? We're family, but we're, we're not related, so it's not weird or anything. I'm like, it's weird that that had to be mentioned at all. And then again, in <laughs> hindsight, hilarious, like it was even an issue. I thought that you and Mika were twins. They're not. They're not? Yeah, they're they're just fully like yeah, we're in the same orphanage, so we banded together. Mm-hmm. And they look the same, and their hairstyles are the, the show same, except different colors. <laughs> this show has a big Yu-Gi-Oh presence to it in its style. Oh. They look like Yu-Gi-Oh GX characters to me. Mm. Yeah, there is that sort of like classical. Classical, I say, <laughs> referring to like <laughs> '90s, early 2000s anime styles. Ah, uh, uh, bones, they're soul. Uh, oh, they're breaking. They're <laughs> disintegrating. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, blonde gets home after being drained, and you is all mad. He's Ugh. like, "Oh, how can you? How can you be so? How can you be so complacent?" Uh, and uh, uh, Nika like traded. The curry supplies for his birthday dinner for blood. Uh, and Blonde's like, hey, you gotta stay hopeful for the kids, you know? Because they really look up to you. And you can be a cynical anime character to me all you want, but I just need you to know I love you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> and also, uh, here's a gun. <laughs> here's a gun. <laughs> It's so out of nowhere. <laughs> the you can't make me do you can't make me do what you say. And then he holds a gun to his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk up, bitch. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, eat, eat your curry or I'll shoot you. <laughs> Just kidding. I stole this gun from the vampire's house. I'm actually playing him. 
Uh, so I stole a map and this gun, and we're escaping tonight. This is a first year hearing about it, and it would probably work a whole lot better to wrangle a bunch of children uh, out of the city uh, if there was a plan. But my, here we are. No. My favorite part is we're like, we're going to escape. We're going to get out to the real world. Um, we're 12 years old right now. The virus kills you if you're over 13. So we got a year to figure out a cure that wiped out all of humanity. It's like, God, yeah, the blind we'll, ambition of a child. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, we we got time. What, it'll take a month to, <laughs> I don't know, uh, kill vampire God. And then there's 11 months of just, you know, cleanup. So I think we should be fine. We got like we'll two for good. summer break. Um, so they wake up all the kids. It's the middle of the night and they... Get out of there. They just sneak out. Uh, They make it to the last stretch, and they're like, oh, wow, we're so hopeful. We're so close. Let's start just being super lovey-dovey right now. (laughs) Um, But, of course, right as they're about to exit the city, they're about to exit the city, and we see just, like, a bunch of sunlight, it looks like. Something. Okay. Okay. Just, uh, just gotta, uh, remember that. So, um, uh, so they're about to escape out into the sunlight, but, oh no, Lord Farid's there, and he's like, ah, you tried to pull a fast one on me, but you're too slow, and he, uh, starts killing all the children. Yep. Just slowly. As if you didn't see this coming from how sweetly they were being treated. <laughs> I mean... It's a vampire show. There's a lot of red flags. It, just the blood. There's a lot of red in general. The red yeah. flags kind of bled into it all. <laughs> um, but uh, all the kids are killed, and and uh, Nika's uh, sacrifices himself for you, who gets the gun at the last second and is able to uh, shoot the vampire and kill him. But you's the only one to survive. Uh, how sad. I'm so Glad sad all these orphans died. I never saw this coming. Oh, no. Glad I, I had great hopes for their future. Any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote down, like, one or two, and I was like, oh, I see where this is going. And I <laughs> it's all um, their birthday? Wow. <laughs> Everyone loves curry. Come on. Not one kid is like, I want something else. No, uh, they're dying. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, you then runs through a very dark tunnel. He was right at the edge of sunlight. The first we see of it, this entire show, basically, except for the very beginning. And then he descends into a deep, dark tunnel for what seems like days. <laughs> and he <laughs> leaves Symbolic. and he... <laughs> Uh, but he leaves and it's night and he comes out of an old graveyard and, uh... Uh, I don't know, somewhere dead city Japan. And and a bunch of people are like, hmm, the prophecy said some kid from, from the food labs is going to show up right now. And by golly, you're here. Hey, want to help us kill those vamp motherfuckers? <laughs> the and that's where we end episode one or i'm sorry that's not where we end episode one because we get another quick little time jump four more years i guess four more years you're correct <laughs> I guess. Yeah. uh and oh he's grown up he's a vamp hunter and the 
show changes tone drastically from this point forward. Yeah. This first episode truly felt like an entire season of another show just Mm -hmm. crammed into 24 minutes. And that show is Promised Neverland. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's... You're and also wrong. made an abyss, I, I guess. <laughs> kind of made an abyss a little bit. It's fucked. We're not going back. Um, <laughs> episode two. Let's see if I can piece together any of this shit. Uh, I'm going to flat out right now. I call it the main boy. Boy. So, That's not good. learning Fair. anyone's name. Uh, hey, other off. boy's dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was dead. calling him Purple until they actually said his nickname was you. And I was like... Damn, my bullshit thing is longer than his actual name. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Yuchiro, but yeah. Boy. Uh, it starts off with a voiceover from him saying every day he relives the memories of his family and friends. Uh, when they bonded in captivity and then they were slaughtered in front of him. He's so damaged. Ugh. And then, yeah, we cut to four years later. I'm guessing the virus doesn't kill you when you're 13 because he, he's alive. So that's and there stereo. are the man who spoke about the fr- prophecy was an adult man. It's anime. That could have been a very old twelve-year-old. I don't <laughs> doubt it. Who's uh, to say? But I just love when when you was like, "Hey, wait, how are you still alive?" He was like, "Ah, that's what the fans want you to think." It's like, "Hey, no, that's what it you, the though. show, wanted the <laughs> audience to think. That's the premise of your show." Ah, you didn't figure out the mystery I laid out for you? No, because you just lied the entire time. You didn't give us Don't clues. Don't worry lied. about it. It didn't kill everyone over 13. It just killed, you know, like 90%. You know, leave like <laughs> pro- plot relevant levels of people alive. You could tell me in this show everyone over the age of 13 died and they hyper-accelerated certain people who to become adults within that year time frame. I believe you. I would believe mm-hmm. that in this show. <laughs> anyway. Got to four years later, he's in, like, a uniform, and he's muttering to himself in an abandoned city, and a giant monster attacks as he sees a few other members of his group fighting up, being like, what are you doing here, private? Get out of here. We gotta fight off this monster. And he's saying, like, I'm all ambivalent, like Shadow the Hedgehog, and I gotta (laughs) take my revenge. And pulls out a katana and cuts this gargantuan monster in half in a single slice. All and right. also make sure to call it uh, one of the small ones. Yeah. Just so you know <laughs> the scale to expect. So he's already chopping these things down in one go. Uh, we get the opening. Pretty standard. His brother's in it in older, so I'm guessing he survived. Spoilers, That's a fun spoiler. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and uh, so we cut back. Uh, guess what? It's a school anime. Gotcha. Surprise! Uh, we're in it's high school. High school! I'm so mad. I was so goddamn mad. Because <laughs> there's a thousand percent no reason for this. It's I true. tricked ya. Like, we're goofing and whatever, but they set up something that could be potentially interesting, even if the writing continued to be not great. But then they made it a high school anime. Yeah, even if it was just a Promise Neverland ripoff, that, that's a good show to rip off. So, <laughs> well, at least you have taste. The first season. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, we gotta set it in high school because we're gonna reuse some assets from a different show and we just like add some red tinting to make it like vampire y. I, again, fully believe that. 
God, how much of this industry is just one person drew a high school 30 (laughs) years ago and now no one else wants to draw one? So that's why all the rooms look the same. That's why all the characters sit in the same spots. Guys, we blew it wide open. (laughs) The conspiracy. They're going to come for us. (laughs) Quick, guard your necks. (laughs) Uh, So we got boy uh, pissed off. He's in school. He's mad because the group he's with suspended him for acting against orders and killing the giant monster by himself, I guess. Alright. And so he's in school, not paying attention, and uh, he starts arguing with the teacher and the teacher's like, hey, if you keep acting up, I'm gonna suspend you. And he's like, double suspension? I hate being in school. Thank you very much. And the teacher's like, keep pushing me! And it's like, he he is. He wants to. <laughs> um, so, uh, girl, purple girl behind him uh, pulls on his uh, shirt and holds up a little message in a notebook. I, too, watched the dubbed and am loving this trend of it's dubbed. We don't have to subtitle anything written I, on screen. I watched it dubbed on Hulu, and it had the text. I forget exactly what this said. I think it said, like, hey, I'm with the army, and I'm watching you calm down. Like, I'm paraphrasing, it, obviously, but it's yeah, something Yeah, but that was like basically that. it. Okay. Maybe it's just where we watched it. It was garbage, but... Um. <laughs> I only use the most reputable site... <laughs> I watched it on Netflix. Um, but yeah, her message is basically like, uh, stop acting out in class and sit down. Um, mm-hmm. And then she holds up another sign saying, like, yeah, uh, I'm with the army. If you keep acting up and if you get suspended in school, your suspension from the army will be extended even further. So he acts up again, teacher yells at him again, calls his bluff, and nothing happens. So he starts behaving in class. Um, then we get a flashback. To the boy meeting the organization, meeting those people at the end of episode one. And they say, the virus and monsters reduce the population of mankind, but they're working to fight back against the vampires. And they're part of the Imperial Demon Army. What does that mean? I feel like it's weird if you're fighting demons to call yourself Demon Army. That's just me. I Um, guess we know why they call themselves that in episode three. But still. When we get there, please enlighten me, because I don't know. They I watched that. Demon weapons. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colonel Colonel says he's going to give him revenge if he joins the army. So he does. And then four years later, here we are. Uh, Purple Girl Joining calls, the army and then being lied to about the benefits you'll receive? Never heard of it. <laughs> Sorry. That was too much. Sorry. No, it's <laughs> good thing we're out of that fascist hellscape. Now good old American values can be expressed. <laughs> Uh, it's why uh, the army gives you uh, free education and healthcare and denies it to uh, private citizens. Anyway, uh, uh, <coughs> Purple Girl calls him out for being antisocial uh, because he lost his family and he's afraid to get close to anyone because he'll lose them again. Hey, that's not a bad reason. <laughs> like that's valid, <laughs> but he also is an unlikable main character. So check that one off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy says he isn't afraid of anything and he just wants to fight the vamps, get revenge. Purple Girl gives him a note from the colonel. That says if you can't make a friend or a girlfriend, and then the purple hair girl's like, or a boyfriend, wink, we're inclusive. Uh, <laughs> that he can't he can't come back to the army. Again, weird rule. Wild. Uh, you gotta fuck to kill. That's <laughs> that's all we know. Lesson number one in child army. <laughs> gotta fuck. You gotta prove that you're passionate. What? <laughs> <laughs> They do say later, he's like, I don't want any lone wolves in my division. It's like, that makes sense. But again, just the weirdest, most arbitrary rule 
to put in place of like you gotta make a friend or a partner it's like yeah you build that up with camaraderie with your unit you don't say hey go find a war buddy (laughs) (laughs) uh so purple hair girl just follows him around saying she's her she's her she's the surveillance officer so she's just Mm -hmm. babysitter Uh, snitch (laughs) narc Narc. uh (laughs) they see a kid being bullied and boy goes huh he's getting bullied anyway and just leaves and one of the bullies threatens to sick sick the vamps on this nerd and as soon as he hears that boy steps in and gets ready to fight the bullies defend the nerd and he goes ah this will be easy bullies are always arrogant you know their bark is worse than their bite Uh, and then right as they go to circle around boy purple hole girl leans in and goes at ps uh if you fight a civilian uh, your suspension is extended further as well. So, uh, no fighting. Bye. Uh, so he gets his ass beaten. Uh, you think they would have told him all of the rules and caveats about his suspension before he was suspended. No. Never. Keep this boy in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets beat up by the bullies and then has to go run errands for them along with the nerd. And Purple Girl's just there following. The nerd says... They weren't bullying him. He actually needs a favor from the lead bully. So he's trying to trying to get on his good side and uh, trying to warm up to him. And the nerd wants to join the army, but he failed the entrance test. So he was hoping that the bully, or the lead bully, uh, who was in a good position with the army, the coveted Moon Demon Company, uh, could put in a good word for him to try and take the entrance exam again. Uh, and we find out the nerd wants to get revenge for his sister being killed in front of him by a vampire. And the boy says, uh, if he got revenge at that, if he, the nerd says he was too afraid to act, and that's why his sister died. And boy says, uh, if you did act back then, you would have died as well, because you were a dumb child, and the vampire would have just killed you as well. Uh, so it's good that he didn't act. Hey, buddy, that's you. You were a dumb <laughs> child when your family died. Um, so he says uh, not to join the army to get revenge, because his sister's already dead, so she wouldn't want revenge. Again, him. Uh, as they're walking, and away. again, we we get notes of, "Hey, vengeance is not a life worth living." <laughs> this will come back later as well. It's a good thing that's not the entire premise of the show. Uh, as they're walking away, a building explodes and a vampire attacks. It escaped from a lab nearby, and they're figuring out what to do. And my favorite part is the PA speaker being like, "Evacuate the area." Vampires can regenerate by drinking blood. Vampires are uh, resistant to just info dumping, just a ton of shit about vampires, like Thank over you so loudspeakers. Much. It's just like I feel like this isn't the time to discuss. I feel like you should probably <laughs> already know this in a vampire-run society. Oh shit! Sorry, we didn't think they would get this far. Uh, uh, flipping through notes. Um, uh, you need to know these three things. So, of course, boy, being the level-headed, cool-thinking shonen protagonist that he is goes running straight in to fight this vampire single-handedly and he runs to his locker grabs his katana and pistol and goes to love that he has a sword and a gun in his school locker yeah and and i love that the army was like oh sick you brought your own gun cool you can keep it right we're not gonna (laughs) question it it's not a vampire gun uh and as he goes to find the vampire runs to a room and sees a pink-haired vampire girl uh standing over a knocked out student's body as she's about to drain her. And he confronts her saying, uh, oh, he confronts her. And then when he's there, he also sees the lead bully is also in the room, uh, scared and cornered by the vampire. And he goes, you're, you're, you're coveted to get into the moon demon company. Why aren't you fighting her? Come on. 
And he's like, no, I lied. I just wanted to be cool. And it's like, I feel like that's an easy lie to prove in a military-run gun. Again, not important. Moving on. <laughs> um, so Bully's just there just to say he lied. Uh, so he starts, uh, Bully starts fighting the vampire. And he gets knocked around a bit, but then he ends up cutting the vampire's hand off, and she catches it and reattaches it and heals. Cause he's got I like deep... the part where she did a million flips in the air. Yeah, she's <laughs> jumping around, and he's just cutting her. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the light dash. Uh, mm-hmm. Also uh, got the arm juice from Resident Evil 8, just <laughs> reattaching her hand, yep. no problem. <laughs> so what a great moment in Resident Evil 8. Um, yeah, they're fighting a bit. Uh, he cuts her across the uh, chest, so now we can see her titties. Really not necessary. <laughs> uh, vampire uh, is fighting him. And is like, you're a pretty good kid, but once I drain this victim of their blood, I'll get my energy back. And he's like, oh no. And like the whole time they've been fighting at like lightning speed, but he, guess, I guess, can't stop her now. Um, so as the vampire goes to uh, bite the girl on the table, the nerd rushes in and tackles the vampire. And it's like, oh no. Now the nerd's by the vampire, and she's going to attack. But then the boy gets in the way between the nerd and the vampire. So he could have covered that distance, is what I'm establishing. He could have done it without <laughs> the nerd. i just making that clear. Uh, so vampire tackles boy out the window. They crash through a tree and fall on the ground. And uh, vampire pins him down on the ground. And she's like, nice try. You stab your sword through my stomach. But I'm a vampire and that doesn't do anything. So I'm going to kill you anyway. And as she goes to stab him, the colonel appears behind her and stabs her with a sword. But it's cursed, and she instantly vaporizes. So he's got the anti-vampire sword. Of course. Makes sense. Another thing, when they're over the intercom being like, Hey, (laughs) here's how you fight this thing. Oh, we forgot the major thing you can't, unless you got this. (laughs) And then Colonel starts lecturing the boy, uh, saying he's reckless, charging in headlong. uh, But he did well for a kid, and he saved his friends. And... While he's talking that, he's like walking back, and if we see him join a group of people, and it's the prestigious Moon Demon Company, they're here too. <gasps> and the boy says, um, to make him a part of the company already, he, he he fought off the vampire, he proved himself worthy. The colonel says he doesn't need a lone wolf in his in his company; they're not allowed. You got to work with people. The purple-haired girl is there, and she says, "That's funny coming from the colonel, who's the biggest lone wolf in the army." Hypocrisy. I don't, I don't like their relationship. The colonel and this teenage girl. <laughs> the uh, way she you... teases him feels bad. I don't like it. Bad isn't mean or bad isn't too familiar. Bad isn't too familiar. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Everyone's too cavalier around children with weaponry. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, you know blanket what? statement, inappropriate relationships aside, come on. I'm not <laughs> I'm gonna say not for this show. I'm gonna say just anime in general. Just blanket statement <laughs> for anime. Um, and then, uh, as they're talking, the nerd comes running down the stairs and is very grateful to see the boy is still okay and is thankful and tackles him. Uh, and when he tackles him, he knocks boy out and is just <laughs> rubbing up against him. Yeah, this was is- weird. <sighs> but I think weirder is that this is what took you out and not... Not the falling fight with the vampire. Not falling five <laughs> stories out of a window. Fine. Mm-mm. A wimpy boy it. tackling you to the ground and grinding against you. That'll do it. <laughs> sorry. I again, sorry. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> and yeah, you know, of course the, they're like, Who is the boy? And Purple Boy Girl's like, Oh, that's his classmate that he saved and or slash his lover. And it's like, we get it. It's 
you're making it grosser than it needs to be. This isn't <laughs> inclusive. Like, he might be gay, and that's okay with us. It's like, this feels gross and predatory. Um, so, uh, Purple Hill Girl says, uh, boy, meet the requirements, and Colonel has to follow through on his wager. Colonel's upset, because she's holding a military officer to his word, which is unheard of in this world or ours. Uh, while knocked out, the boy has memories of his family saying that now he now that he got revenge on a vampire, his family can move on because he also made a friend as well, so they, he doesn't need memories of them anymore. Ah, his trauma, it's lifted. Character growth. That's all it, That's all you that, need all to fix talking. your trauma. Turns out you just had to be a very angry teenager bent on revenge, and that's good for you. That's good for you. That'll do health. it. <laughs> um, boy wakes up in the nurse's office. Nerd and Purple is there. Uh, Purple says that Boy... Uh, made it into the vampire extermination unit along with Nerd. Specifically, they made it into the Moon Demon Company, the highest ranking company there is. And all they did was have to be knocked unconscious a few times. I don't know why they made it in. They're not good at what they've done. <laughs> of all the people in this army, I do wonder why they would go from 0 to 100 with these two teenage boys. <laughs> Boy cut a giant, like a 30 foot demon in half with a single sword. That I get. But that That's got him fair. punished. That was punishment. That's what nerd, I'm saying. Nerd failed like, in every regard and also made it in, but can't do anything. So, like, the requirements to get in are boggling. <laughs> also, you is part of the prophecy or whatever. Prophecy. <laughs> and that's, that's episode two. We got the ending. Nothing special. Yeah. Um. So, episode three opens with the group of three bullies walking down a spooky hallway. Um, and one of them, named Yuji, he's not the main bully, but he tries to open this door at the end of the hallway, and it doesn't open. And the other two are like, let's go, man. It's creepy down here. But he lingers. Um, I didn't say it in the last episode, but I'm all about this opening. I think it's so it's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's very kingdom heartsy mm-hmm. and i like it <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i will give you it does build throughout the entire thing so it it's just getting more hype and then you get yeah. more hype and then you get more hype and fuck yeah <laughs> yes exactly the chorus is very good <laughs> um we see you on the roof of the school with a girl um, and she's the girl that he saved yesterday, the one that was going to get her blood sucked. Um, and she gives him a note and runs off. A confession? Maybe. We don't find out. <laughs> we'll never know. No. Um, Narc Girl is there watching him. Um, she teases him like, oh, you're a hero now. You're going to be a heartbreaker. Um, and then when he says like he's not about that, she calls him a virgin. Uh and goes on to say that being a virgin could practically be considered a sin in this, like, new world, which is whack. She she really said, get fucked or get fucked, virgin. Yes. <laughs> Those are your options. Yes, she says that the army wants people fucking so more <laughs> humans can be born. And I guess that makes sense. Hey, you know how we're on, like, the brink of extinction and everyone's dying constantly to monsters? One of we need? Teenage pregnancies. More of Teenage them. Teenage pregnancy. They go um, great. <laughs> she's like looking out onto the wastes of the rest of the city, talking about the demon army, and she specifically uses the word breed, 
She says we want to get every human together and breed them to work them up the food chain so we can kill the vampires. Everybody fuck. That's what she says. I also made a note of the breed. It's, it's, it feels like small prey animals where it's like, what's my primary de- self-defense mechanism? Um, I throw my children at the predator that's hunting me. I just have a <laughs> lot of kids and most of them will die. And that's good by me. <laughs> Uh, Yu changes the subject and he asks why he's still at school and she says that's a question for the colonel not me your new training has already begun anyway okay cryptic Um, she says that his desires will be fulfilled soon and she shows off this little like thing it's like a pin Um, and she says that she knows he wants power like this demon I made a contract with and I will say the animation for this demon is pretty cool. It's, it's like mm-hmm. pencil sketchy. Um, and then it turns into a scythe. Uh, and he asks why she has a cursed weapon. And she's like, why wouldn't I? I'm with the vampire extermination unit too. And he's like, if I had one, I'd, I'd be able to kill any vampire I want. Give me yours. <laughs> and so he dumb. pulls out... <laughs> He pulls out his not-cursed weapon. Um, they keep calling them gear, but I'm going to keep calling them cursed weapons. Um, and she says, you can't just do that. There's a contract. But they still fight. And again, the fighting animations are also pretty cool. If there's one thing about this show, it's that they can animate a fight pretty well, okay? <laughs> yeah, and I will say I did enjoy a lot of the background art, Uh yeah. It had like cool, uh, like painted style, but uh, yeah, this looks good. Don't yeah, the don't listen city. or pay attention. To the, story. <laughs> <laughs> the vampire city was really cool. Yeah, mm. I do wonder where it was and how it was built. Don't ask questions. Doesn't matter. <laughs> vampires um, and vampires. Yep. <laughs> and we're in Bloodborne. Okay, got it. <laughs> um. So she beats him in the fight, of course, and they're walking around the school. And he asks how any vampire stands a chance against her. And she's like, oh, they're not the vampires who, like, get loose from our facilities in the city. Um, They all have weapons and are, like, ready to fight. But we gotta work together to kill any anyway. Teamwork makes the dream work. And all that. (laughs) When she says, like, they have weapons and are ready to fight, he's like, oh, man, it's gonna be tough. It's like, yeah, it's a war against... What? What do you mean? Is you it watched be- one vampire kill your entire family. You lived in their city. You know what they do. Like, <laughs> what? They almost dropped you off a bridge. You have their gun. What do you mean you don't know they have weapons? <laughs> um. So, wimpy kid from the last episode runs up and the bullies run up too. They ask for forgiveness. And the main bully guy kind of introduces himself more properly. Um, and they say they need the wimpy kid's help. Uh, Yuka keeps telling them, you, Yuka, um, keeps telling them that they don't deserve it. But they say one of them went into the forbidden chamber. <laughs> Not the forbidden chamber. Every school's got one. <laughs> um, Narc girl calls them stupid, pretty much, saying that she doesn't care why they went down there, but she does care how they were punished. And this is when I properly, in my notes, started calling her a narc, because I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> um, 
And she says that she's sure their friend is already in custody and that the army will execute him. Hello? Which I think she's just fucking with them. Uh, but still, what a weird thing to say. I mean, what a weird it, thing to imply. It's forbidden for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, they leave the bully boys and I think they're going down to the forbidden chamber and you asks her what the forbidden chamber is. And she says that it's just one of those school urban legends. Um, it's not that big of a deal, but there is a demon down there and now Yuji is stuck. So oops. Oh man. Uh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. What does she I hate getting a- stuck in the demon closet at school, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Um, she says it's time for you to move on to his next step of training. So they go down the spooky stairs and she explains that this underground space was built before the vampire virus, um, to prevent flooding in the city. But now it's the vampire units, vampire extermination units training area. And the whole school is, and the students are part of a secret army training facility, which is not ethical. <laughs> That's not ethical research. I took a whole class about research <laughs> in I, college. I don't know. I played Fallout. Voltex seemed to be on the right idea. <laughs> um they they have the demon down there to see who's unaffected by the cursed energy so then they can pick out the the children for their children army. Um she explains that two types of people can go through the door to the cursed, sorry, forbidden chamber. Um, those who are chosen by the demon and members of the extermination unit. I think that's what she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that the demon may have already eaten this kid's heart. Uh, and if that happens, they turn into a ravenous demon themselves. And she says they just need to be careful. But you is like eager to go in. So he does and leaves the others behind. Again, I might be uh, expecting too much from the world building of this. But if there's a giant secret demon underneath the school and it's capable of choosing a child to possess and bring them down to its lair, I would expect maybe like one guard, maybe a padlock. That's a great point. I thought you were going to go with uh, people asking questions, and I was like, well, they don't have parents. No, the, <laughs> why would the kids know? They don't know. It's forbidden. But I yeah. think if they're like, it's not actually forbidden, this is where we train, I'd imagine anybody there to stop the demon from pulling in possessed children exactly like this. That's so true, Bestie. It's just so clear that the people in this world don't give an actual fuck about these children <laughs> for some reason, even though they're so bent on repopulating the earth with humans. Listen, I don't give uh, a it might be a flaw to have our future generations be child soldiers. Hmm. Hmm. Listen, I don't give a shit about these kids either. But if I had a demon <laughs> locked away and I was going to try and harness its power, I'm not going to let some dumb 14-year-old mess that up. <laughs> Very true. Um, so he goes in there and it's a big room with like a bunch of swords, presumably from people the demon has defeated. I don't know. Um, <laughs> really not clear. Yeah, and there's like a big, like a, what's it called? A pentagram? Yeah. It's like a big pentagram on the floor in the middle, and the guy from earlier, Yuji, is standing in it, and Narka Girl tells you to wait, but he's just running down there. Um, 
Narc Girl tells Wimpy Boy to go get the Moon Demon Company, who apparently also operate out of this facility. Okay. Again, one guard. Yuji <laughs> <laughs> um, is holding a big axe, and Yuka wants it. Uh, Narc Girl stops him and says he doesn't have the strength to beat a demon yet, and he's too hungry for revenge, and he's got to have a stronger heart to beat a demon. Um, and he... Does that happen? Okay. <laughs> I put, he, to- he tosses her his sword and runs toward, runs toward Yuji to grab the axe. I don't remember that, but I wrote it, so yeah. I guess I believe it happened. <laughs> that does happen. Um, <laughs> great. Um, and then he touches the axe, and he gets sent to a mind palace. And he's in the old house. You love when I say that, and that's I why love I do it. Because I think that's of the Sherlock bit every time, and it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> um, I do that just for you, Brendan. I hope Thank you know you. that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Guys, so please in... don't be too nice to each other. I worry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Vampire's going to come in Brendan, you're house. the worst. <laughs> Thank you. That's why we do it. We don't want the vampires to kill us. No. <laughs> we know each other to fend off vampires. <laughs> Brendan, you show us so many shitty shows because you care about us so much. <laughs> we don't want any of us to actually try and avenge each other's deaths if the vampires come for us one day. Um, so he's in his old house with all the kids and he's younger and they're eating dinner together. Uh, Mika says it's nice that Yuka is with them. He asks how the revolution is going. Um, and it's at this point the demon is just trying to get into his head. Um, they're all staring at him. And he asks if he's dreaming. And they're all like, yeah, we're dead. Don't you remember? Um, they accuse him of abandoning them because he hasn't avenged their death yet. Uh, and Mika is the one that the demon is like speaking through. Um and he says, if you accept me into your heart, you'll get justice for your family. Uh, and then you snaps out of it and grabs Mika. And Mika would never say these things. And the house is crumbling as the facade falls apart. The demon reveals itself. And then you wakes up. And he says in the dub, okay, so tell me why I'm lying on the floor. Which has the exact same vibes as, well, that just happened. <laughs> So that really got me it's got giggling. To get the uh meow Sonic take. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> um, so Narc Girl is impressed that he was able to come back from it on his own. He's not too sure what happened, and she explains that he was trapped in a hallucination, but he broke free with the power of his mind. Uh, he asks if the axe is his now, but she says it's more complicated than that and that the colonel will actually get to choose his weapon. Uh, and she tells him that he'll start his training properly now that he's like proven himself in this way. But in her head, she says that the colonel won't be happy that she told him that because she can't actually make that happen. So that's just another instance where it's like she's going to go to the colonel and be like, I told him this, but please, like, please. let it happen. Please. And it's just like, ew. <laughs> Again, the Eww-y. colonel might be a very mature 12-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Starting tomorrow, he says he's going to kill every vampire he comes across. And then we're back with the slutty vampire from earlier that killed his whole family. Yay! Yay! I missed him so much. Um, He's looking for Mika, and he finds him in the big white room where everyone was killed four years ago. Um, And he tells him that they found you. And it's time. It's a shame that he's become a puppet for the humans. And Mika pulls his sword on him, and we see that he has fangs now, cause <gasps> Mika's a vampire. <gasps> what? I never would have guessed. That's how episode three ends. I never would have guessed that Mika became a vampire. I thought he just lived from being stabbed through the chest and having his arm ripped off. <laughs> Crazy that he's a vampire now. Thank God they opened I got better. The vampires have great hospitals, surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're probably great with blood, so that makes sense. (laughs) And that's it. Oh, boy. Ooh. Our weeb. There you go. Boy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Deep inhale. Boy. Uh, uh, Yeah, this this took some swings. (laughs) It... it took one swing, and then in episode two, it went. Oh, ne- mm, uh, never mind. Uh, we'll we'll make it a high school vampire show. Uh, so yeah, they almost did something bold, and then every step of the way, uh, made it creepier with uh, your implication of uh, children and um, uh, more confusing and less narratively interesting. So no, thank you. Shocked. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, I will I... say real quick. Uh, this yeah, actually came ahead. out four years before Promise Neverland, so maybe Promise wow. Neverland stole the idea from this. Brilliant. Hang on, guys. Got the case of a century. <laughs> oh wait, actually, um, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, this is an indie uh, show before Promise Neverland that no one actually knows of, so it's actually very good now and before its time. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait for Zach Braff to make a movie about it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I <laughs> was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> I watched all of Future Diaries. We know this. We know. This. I watched all of Future Diary, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. It's the worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> and I feel like this definitely isn't as bad as Future Diary, and not as like Buckwild and entertaining. But do I want to know where this goes? Yes. I don't know if I'll actually watch more of it, but I'm intrigued. And I want to see you and Mika reunite and you struggle with the fact that his best friend from childhood is now a vampire. Will it be interesting? Because that's an interesting story storyline that could be interesting. No, based on the writing in this show. Based on what we've seen. But I think also someone told us that this gets gay. And I see the potential for that, and I'm interested. <laughs> so I will give it that. Huddled around it's that. It's piqued my interest. It's future diary coded. <laughs> <laughs> Huddled around that little wisp of a flame of gay trying to keep that flame alive. Just like, come on! Yeah, we gotta make it through Blowing on the flames. <laughs> We're so close. Winter's almost over. Straight winter. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I could definitely see that, like, the absolute, like, absurdity, like, genre of, like, do I like the original Mario Brothers movie? Yes. Is it good? Objectively, no. 
It's <laughs> insane. And like, yeah, same with Future Diaries. Like, it's in that wheelhouse, uh, but not as absurd, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, will we continue watching this? No. Will we potentially watch someone's three-hour-long video essay recapping the entire series up to this point? But more likely. Mayhaps. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it just, it's all over the place. And like I said, the first episode alone feels like an entire season, Mm. but not good. (laughs) And it's, (laughs) it's nuts what they're trying to do. And I don't understand where Seraph Seraph of the End comes in yet in three episodes. Hey, I just looked it up, and that's... I was looking at how many episodes there are. There's 24. And that's the name of the last episode, so... hey Pulling it all together. All the pieces (laughs) fall into place. I think there's also two movies. So, I mean, like, (gasps) what does our opinion matter? Because clearly the show's... I think the manga's still going. I just looked up. So, like, it's for somebody, but I could not... It's definitely not us. If you like this show, I love that for you. I like it a lot for a different reason, maybe, than you. (laughs) Yeah, I will say two separate people did recommend this for us. So two independent brains went, hey, this this is a show worth checking out. Thank you. I love you. And I'm sorry if if this is upsetting you. He did (laughs) earnestly recommend this out of a place of love. You had to have listened to more episodes of this show. You had to have an idea where we were going to go. Yeah, they listened to the Future Diary episode and heard that I loved it and said, Dee will love this one. This is 40 and no one else. So thank you, both of you. A kiss for each of you. Uh, You each get curry tonight and it's now both your birthdays. Uh, Yay! Hooray! What's my gift? Be careful. It's a slutty vampire. Yeah! Uh, uh. Hey, hey friends If hey, there's buddy. If there's a show you would like us to watch You can send that to our email And now's a good time to stock up uh, Cause uh, 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 Hey uh, You know how It's been a little chaotic the last couple weeks Cause we've had to take a couple uh, Episodes off because uh, Simultaneous family stuff And you know just Generally, um, uh, doing this show uh, in the world we're in, where this vampire fascist show is like mm, a little too close to home at times. <laughs> there were parallels. Yeah. Um. So we're uh, and also you know like uh, uh, I changed my name and I don't look like the art on the. Uh, covered uh pick anymore and brendan has always said uh since beginning that it doesn't look like him never so, looked like me. <laughs> uh, so we can uh, uh fix that we're we're gonna pause we're gonna get a breather we're gonna not put out a weekly episode for a little bit while we get reorganized uh uh both <laughs> societally and uh personally but we're rebranding baby <laughs> Yeah, sort we're of, not really. Yeah, we're taking some time to figure some stuff out, but uh, we plan to be back in uh, end of May. About this isn't one of those hiatuses where we say it and then we just stop for disappear uh, uh, for two years and then go. Oh, <laughs> hey, maybe we should tweet about coming back or the fact that we didn't ever. Uh, <laughs> not one of those. We are planning to record and. Uh, stuff but we we're tired 
We're going We're out for a pack of Panama cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we hope you'll understand. I'm sure you will. Uh, and uh, I'll miss you. Hey, but... champ. Your mother and I both love you. This isn't about you. <laughs> we just need a bit of a break. <laughs> and if you want to, you know, in the meantime, if you want to, like, like Tessa said, send us recommendations, tweet at us, like, we'll still be around. We're just not going to be releasing episodes for a little bit. Yeah, we, uh, we, it would be super cool, uh, if I had one less thing to coordinate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be real cool for my three TV shows and movie, uh, schedule. So, um, I would love that. Um, but yeah, uh, find us on the internet. Uh, the show is Are We There Yet on TikTok and Tumblr, and however you enter that URL. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at honey, period, D, or on Tumblr at honey, D. And honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. Find me on Twitter at Burns When I Weeb. Mm. It's a bad time every time I say it. That's why I'm in. <laughs> You're torturing yourself. <laughs> listen, if you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, A, good for you, and B, like this new name's not going to change that. So, like, <laughs> I'm not losing anything. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. See you soon, everybody. Wait, this is our sp- this is our spring break. We're on spring break. Spring, spring break. break. Yeah. <laughs>